0: French church, This is your first Sunday here. We are so glad that you're here. We're come as you are, Cowboy Church, and we're we're here for everyone, and that means everyone, right, Bo? That's right. All right, and we're so glad you're here. Out in the foyer, there's a guest information table with free uh, free Bibles and stickers, lots of information about the church. Uh, we have children's church uh, for sixth grade and under. As soon as the singing's over, and there's a, oh, Bo, we have a. Uh, for the little kids, they're a little bit of you. Actually,
1: we have a brand new table that, that seats all the little kids.
0: So if you have a little baby, they're not going to be on the floor or anything. They actually a little table that they set them in. Throw them some Cheerios. There you go. little nursery her <laughs> for them. Lots of fun. A huge, huge, huge thank you for all the workers that showed up at the bank building in the of Texas and worked uh in some really Dirty heat yesterday morning, but they made quite a difference. Stand up, everybody that was there. It was just, if you weren't here, thank you enough. (laughs) Uh, Oh, you need to go by and look at it. I wish we'd have taken a before and after picture because it doesn't look like the same place. So thanks so much for coming. Next Sunday is our one year anniversary. One year. The big day planned uh, starts with church. Bring everybody you can. Bring, bring your guests. Bring your family. Those that haven't been before. But, but bring them here next Sunday uh, and that evening at Bo's Ranch. They're having a barn dance, a catfish eating, baptism. What else, Bo? Whatever. Whatever. All right. And a dummy roping. And I don't know which one of you is a dummy. I don't think I could be there that evening. Did <laughs> you have a dummy roping? And you need, if you want to be baptized, they need to fill out some. Yeah,
1: I've got some forms over here for you. I want to be baptized, you have to fill
0: them in back, have to them in. Okay, Bo says bring a chair and dessert, okay? And then uh, as soon as churches are, we need team leaders and elders to meet in the cafe. Is that right, Bo? Yep. And then, uh, okay, we have a baby shower. A baby shower for uh, honoring Julia and, Mason and Jason Nail, Saturday, July 30th at the... The newly cleaned up bank building from 2 to 4, 7th of Texas. Uh, that is uh, July, Saturday, July 30th at 4 to 2 to 4. And then uh, Kenny says at the rodeo on the East Gate. Is like right, Kenny? I both gates. Uh, Kenny will be on the East Gate. we be taking donations for breast cancer awareness, and uh, that's real important. It's a, it's a great cause. Uh, I guess that's it. It's time for a meet and greet. Stand up say hi to everybody around you. Thank you.
1: a great song that uh, a group of guys uh, wrote I and mean, I just want to sing it for you. You guys sing along with us on the second time unless you know it. Grace
2: to all i the
3: our prayer today, God, that we'll just have an undying love for you, Lord, and I just pray that if there's someone in this room, God, that just hasn't yet known you, God, that you will just make it right with them today, God, and I just pray that um, with both speaking today, Lord, that you will just speak through him just to um, give us something new just to apply to our daily walk, God, and I just thank you so much for all you've given us and just for the freedom to be here this morning and just to praise you um, above all else and just as loudly as we possibly can, God, because you deserve it. And I just thank you in your name. Amen. And the children can go to Children's Church at this time.
1: nephew, five kids, under five or six maybe, to the pool, to the Crystal Beach pool. Anybody been there? Okay, it's not over like four feet deep, so it doesn't for a big guy to do. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so you can swim last, but I get too tired of that. Um, But I actually got to go, and and it's just a a fun experience, I guess. Um, I actually, uh, we were sitting there right next to the side, and I think we met the Crystal Beach nine-year-old Gang, <laughs> Because they jumped in the pool like they own the pool, you know what I'm saying? I mean, they jumped in like trying to splash us, and I was like, bring it, brother. I'll take you out, you nine little, you know? <laughs> so, anyways, we had the, the pool game. <laughs> it was kind of funny, but, um, <laughs> the other stupid thing that I did uh, was my wife, and she couldn't get to me in fa- fast enough, but I walked into the women's locker room. <laughs> That'll get you kicked out right there. I'm glad nobody saw me. And It actually ran to Nikki Wilson. She was standing in the. She was standing in, and I'm glad I, I saw her first because I was like, holy, holy moly, what am I doing? And then she thought she was in the wrong restroom. Well, not that you are. Get out of here. And, uh, I was. But uh, anyways, uh, so I uh, I did pull another the things. Um, before I go on, I want to I want to tell you something that's um. It's a bittersweet deal for our church, okay, a bittersweet deal for our church. My friend and my uh, right-hand woman, uh, and and (laughs) I say that lightly, I guess, my right-hand woman who stands next to me during our music every Sunday and has for months is leaving us, Uh, Miss Chelsea. Chelsea, come up here for a second. (laughs) Hold your applause for just a second, we're we're going to give her a big round of applause. Yeah, please don't trip, Chelsea. if You want to put your yeah. <laughs> um, Chelsea, I don't know if you uh, know, but she just graduated from high school uh, this past year from Moreland. She is uh, a top-notch gal. If you know her. She is a one of a kind. You are the reigning Miss, the reigning Miss Moreland, and the reigning Miss Cinderella. Give it up for her. <laughs> and she's really talented at But I love her because of her heart for Jesus Christ. She just came back from campus last week where she was a counselor. And how many people did you get to lead to the Lord? Four people. She led four people teenagers yeah. to the Lord. This yeah. <laughs> um, and I just want to say on um, behalf of our church, she is actually, her last Sunday will be this next Sunday. She is headed to Northwestern to go to college and be a star. I mean, she's already on every committee and every you know, team, and every honors you know program that she can be a part of. So, anyway, she's leaving. She'll be our, her last Sunday will be next Sunday. I didn't want to tell you you know too far out because I didn't want you to cry for for weeks. You know, because she's leaving. Uh, so we're telling you today because we want to recognize her. I want my wife to come. Uh, she's going to bring uh, Chelsea some flowers, and uh, we have a uh, we have a card here, and it's actually. <coughs> It's actually a gift card, and, it, and it's, it's, you can take it with you, and it will help you through you know some gas money or whatever it is uh, that you need to come back and see us. Um, but we want to give that to you, and we want to say thank you so much for all that you've done. You've done an excellent job, and we couldn't have asked for anything more. Right, people? You guys stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up.
3: part of this church. Um, Bobby's actually the one that started with Bo, and then after, I think it was two months or so, she left because she felt like God was calling her somewhere else, and so I've almost been here, not quite a year, you know, next week, but I've I've definitely felt the love of this church family, and I've got to see it grow, and so God has definitely blessed me um, for being here on you, people that definitely love the Lord and love um, preaching the um, church and everything, so I want to thank you guys for letting me be part of it.
1: Be Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> well, I hope you're excited to be here today. I, I'm excited. I, I get excited every Sunday, even though I try. I, 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 how many of you guys, like when you were in like football or something, you kind of psyched yourself out? Anybody get too psyched and then you're good for nothing? Anybody? Anybody with me? Okay, a bunch of liars in the house. I mean, why you guys. Why you guys look at each other like, yes, that's you, you know, but I then mean, you ever look at me and say, yes, I did that? Um, <laughs> so I try not to psych myself out, you know, I try to get pumped up, and I try to, you know, uh, if you're kind of a guy like me, I'm, I'm a, you know, the high and the low kind of guy, so I've got to go recover. I've got to go, like, sit in a shell <laughs> and recover and then build up my energy so that I can breathe on Sundays. Anybody like that? you got to recover? Okay, bunch of liars again. Thank you so much. <laughs> I can't get anybody to help me here. Um, but, but I am excited, I hope that you come to church excited every Sunday because we got something to talk about, um, and it's about the Lord, right? Um, it's all about Him. So anyways, I, I have something I want to kind of just share with you this morning, and it talks – or it's going to deal with being branded for the Lord. Being branded for the Lord. I don't know how many of you guys own a wild Mustang. Anybody own a wild Mustang? Okay, we've got a few people up here. Are they actually broke and you ride them and everything? They're beautiful, right? I mean, there, there is some, there's some good things about wild Mustangs, and there's some not so good things about wild Mustangs. I mean, if you, you guys own them and have been able to trade them, that's awesome. Well, I've got to wonder, how in the world do they get those wild Mustangs branded? Have you ever thought about that? I mean, you see this brand on the side of their neck, and you go, what is that all about? And I think we have a picture of one right here. It's not a very clear picture, but that's a wild horse brand. Now, I don't know if you've ever thought about where that came from or how that came about, but in 1978, the BLM, the Bureau of Land Management, came up with this freeze brand to mark all the wild mustangs. The U.S. government is in charge of most of the wild mustangs, and they came up with this brand – it's called the Alpha Angle System. Anybody heard of that? Anybody, any math people in the house? I mean, I think this is like, I don't know if it's green or what. But it's an Alpha Angle System, and they created it in 1978 because it is almost impossible to alter or remove this brand. Well, here's the deal. Here's what this brand shows us. If you'll look at the first part on the left, that left part shows us where a, the, the registered horse belongs to. In other words, it's the registering organization. That mark represents the U.S. government. Okay. Now the next two lines, you see them they're right above, or there's two lines and then a line above it or an angle. That represents the birth of the horse, Okay. whatever that birth was, whether it was 881 or you know, 1993 or whatever it is. But those are two numbers that represent the birth. And then the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven letters there are the registration number for that wild horse. That registration number, each state that has wild horses, they get a certain number of registration numbers, and that's how you tell where that horse came from. If they have a registration number between like 100,000 and 200,000, then it came from Nevada, or it came from Oklahoma, or whatever else. Well, that's what, it, that's what it looks like to do that. Flip to the next slide. This will kind of help it make sense. This is actually the alpha angle system right here. And you see the registering organization on the left. You see the in blue the year of birth. And in the last seven digits right there or six or whatever it is uh, is the registration number. And if you'll look down at the bottom, you can see what those angles mean. Like the, 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 the equal sign in the uh, registration number, it actually is zero. And then the the you know rooftop looking one is three and so on and so forth. That's how you tell what uh, you know where this this horse came from. And and here's the thing that it represents to me. It represents two things. The brand is a brand of authenticity. If you see that on a horse, you know that that, that horse is a branded official wild Mustang. That's the only way you know it, because it has to have that brand. The second thing is it shows. The ownership, that that horse has been branded by the U.S. government. Therefore, the U.S. government owns that horse until someone else adopts it. Well, today we're going to look at what it means to be branded for the Lord. We're going to look at how we can be branded for the Lord. We're going to look at what it looks like, what that brand looks like, and what it means to ride for that brand. If you'll turn your Bibles to Ephesians chapter one, if you got your Bible with you, Ephesians chapter one. If you don't have your Bible, it'll be on the screen. <coughs> Excuse me. Ephesians chapter one. We see Paul talking to the church in Ephesus, which was a town, and the Ephesians were the people in that town. And listen to what he says in verses thirteen and fourteen of Ephesians chapter one. I hear some pages rustling. So I'll give you a second. Everybody there? Are you excited? Come on now. what that brand looks like, and then we would realize how we can ride for that brand. And so, Lord, speak to your word today. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Well, there's a few, there's a couple things that, that this verse shows us, and can I just be honest with you today? What I'm fixing to tell you is the greatest news that's ever been shared on the face of the earth. I think sometimes we take this news of of knowing Christ or, excuse me, being branded by Christ lightly. But what I'm fixing to share with you is the greatest news that's ever been shared on the face of this earth. I don't know about you, but I get excited about that because I've heard the news, and I've accepted the news, and I've been branded for the Lord. And you get an opportunity to, to be branded today. Um, and so there's some great news here that I want to share with you. The first thing is, that it's a, it's a, I want to inform you of what we can find out of these verses. And here's number one. How we can be branded for the Lord. These verses show us how we can be branded for the Lord. Look at verse 13. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having believed you were marked in him with a seal. You were marked in him with a seal. How can we be branded for the Lord? What's the verse say? It says that they heard the word of truth. They heard the word of truth and they believed it. And and again, the verse says they were included in Christ when they heard the word of truth, which was the good news of the forgiveness of Christ. That's what the word of truth is. you know what the word of truth is? It's Jesus Christ. might have eternal life. So people in Ephesus, they heard it, they believed it, and therefore they were branded for the Lord. Now some of you guys, and, and maybe you're maybe you're too religious for your own good, and I'm going to pick on religious people. Okay? Is that okay? Is that okay? I'm going to pick on some religious people right now. Some of you guys maybe come to church, and you maybe come to our church for the first time, and you say, well, or maybe you've come for a while. And your big hang-up is that Bo always preaches the gospel. Why doesn't he preach something that's deeper? I mean, we're all Christians here. Why doesn't he preach something that's going to help me grow in my walk? Well, here's it. I'll give you a few reasons why I always <coughs> preach the gospel. Number one is this. Number one, I, and you say, well, everybody might be saved here, and we all need to grow deeper. Listen, I hope we're not all saved here. And you say, what? You mean you want people that are lost, you know, to be lost? No, I don't want them to be lost, but I hope there are lost people in this place. Amen? I hope there's lost people in this place. I hope that, that, that our church is filled with these three types of people. You ready? The lost, which means the people that the unchurched, that don't know Jesus Christ. The new believer, which is the person that just gave their heart to Jesus Christ. And number three, the person that is growing in maturity in Christ. Those are the three types of people that our church needs to be full of. You know what? If the first one's missing, the unchurched lost person or the new believer, then this church is dead. And I I know there's some churches out there that are growing, but a lot of the churches that I've been to are missing those first two people. The unchurched and the new believer. If we don't have those people, then we are missing the boat and we will shut the doors, because that's who who God has called us to to minister to. And so, again, why do I preach the gospel all the time? Because I I hope that there's lost people in the house. Secondly, the lost have to hear the truth. It's what I'm preaching today, how to be branded for the Lord. The lost have to hear it to believe it. Look at Romans 10, verse 14 and 15. It says, how can they call on the one they have not believed in, and how can they believe in the one whom they've not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. You know what that good news is? That Jesus died on a cross for their sins. That he wants a personal relationship with them. Here's the third reason why I always preach the gospel. And I always tell you about this stuff. This is the third reason. I don't preach it so that I, because I need to be saved. I preach it because this gospel sustains me. And you say, well, what's that mean? I preach the gospel of Jesus Christ because I am reminded every time I hear what Christ did for me. And it spurs me on to praise him and to tell others about Jesus Christ. That's why I preach the gospel. You say, I've heard it a thousand times. You're going to hear it a thousand more times. I hope that you get fired up about it because you know what Christ has done for you. Amen? Come on, now. (laughs) Do I need to give everybody a Red Bull at the door or something? (laughs) I don't know what it takes. But but I preach the gospel, again, not so that those of us can get saved again because that's not right but so that we can realize and be reminded of what Christ did for us. And so once you place your faith, once you hear the truth and you believe it, guess what? You're branded. You're branded with the Lord's brand. And you say, well, what's that brand look like? That's the same question. What's that brand look like? We'll look at it with me in verse 13 again. And it says, you were also included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Having believed it, you To buy a, a set of heifers, let's say you come to the sale barn, you buy a set of heifers. Typically, what you do, or if you buy, you know, a set of yearlings or whatever it is, typically what you do, you will take that set of heifers, you will take them home, and you will what? You'll work them, right? You'll you'll vaccinate them, you'll brand them, you'll work them, you'll ear tag them, you'll do all those things. You work them. Why? Because when you brand them, they become yours, right? You bought them, you purchased them, and you made them your own. Listen, Christ did the same thing for us. He purchased us, and we were bought with the price of his blood. 1 Corinthians 6 says this, Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price, at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. Jesus paid the price for us on the cross, and he was crucified for our sins. Listen, when you accept that forgiveness, you receive the Holy Spirit, and you're branded with his seal of ownership. Did you catch that in verse 14? Look at it again. The Holy Spirit, who is a deposit, guaranteeing our inheritance until the day of redemption of those who are God's what? what? Possession. The pra- to the praise of His glory. Now, here's the other thing about coming to the cell and buying a set of heifers. A lot of times, when you come to the cell and you buy a set of heifers, guess what? They're already branded, right? I mean, they're already branded. I mean, if you got a reputable ranch, you usually brand everything you got before you sell it, right? You take it to the cell; it's already got a brand on it. Well, it's the same thing for us. When we are born, guess what? We are branded with the brand of sin, right? Branded with the brand of sin. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Therefore, when you are born into this world, guess what? You are branded with the brand of sin. But when we are born again, and we are bought with the price, and we give our hearts and lives to Jesus Christ, when we accept him as our Savior, our ownership is transferred from Satan to the Savior. And here's the truth. The old brand of sin, guess what? It's still visible, right? It's still visible. We still struggle with sin. We still fall all the time. We still do things wrong all the time. But the great truth is that our new owner, the person that has truly branded us for life, has given us the power to overcome our past and forgive us of our daily sins. That's what he does for us. And that's what he can do for you. We be branded for the Lord? We are branded when we accept the good news of Jesus Christ and give our life to him. Number two, what's that brand look like? We are branded it- internally through the gift and the guarantee of the Holy Spirit. Here's number three. How can we ride for the brand? Now, if you're a cowboy, you know what it means to ride for the brand, right? But I mean, if you've ever been hired out by somebody, you want to honor that ranch. You want to honor the brand. You want to ride for the brand. In the cowboy culture, cowboys take pride in the ranch they ride for. And in the same way, we, as people that are branded with the brand of Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit, are to protect, to honor, to live for, to thrive, to honor, to, to praise our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And you say, well, how do we do that? Well, it goes back to the brand. You do that through the power of the Holy Spirit. You can't do it on your own. I can't love you on my own. I can't serve you on my own. I can't, can't, you know, make right decisions on my own. You say, well, who the heck is the Holy Spirit? I know some of you guys are new to church. Some of you guys, I might have talked too far over your head already, but here's the deal. Here's what the Holy Spirit does for me. You know what the Holy Spirit does? I'll I'll tell you a few things. The Holy Spirit is the voice I hear when God wants to speak to me. It's the voice I hear. The Holy Spirit is the one that causes the feeling of conviction when you know you have sinned. I don't know about you, but one of the greatest signs that I know I'm a Christian is I feel conviction when I sin. If you don't feel conviction when you sin, then you might want to check your heart. Because one of the greatest signs that you're a believer in Jesus Christ is the conviction of your sin. You know what else the Holy Spirit does? He enables us to have the strength to do what's right. Maybe you're here today and you're addicted to something. Porn. Maybe you're addicted to drugs. Maybe you're addicted to alcohol. Maybe you're addicted to you know prescription drugs. I don't know what it is, but maybe you, you've tried and you've tried to overcome that addiction. Listen, you cannot do it without the power of the Holy Spirit. You just can't do it, and that's what the Holy Spirit does for us. The Holy Spirit helps us pray. When you don't know what to pray, you say, I can't pray. Yeah, you can. The Holy Spirit lives inside of You can pray. He doesn't look for eloquent words and all this other stuff. He just wants you to pray to the Father. Uh, he also provides guidance to make good decisions. He also brings to mind the Word of God when we need it for strength. I don't know about you, but when I get in a situation and people ask me questions all the time, I have to I mean, I I struggle to try to find the words, but then the Holy Spirit works in my life and he brings that scripture to my mind and then I can share that scripture with that person. That's what the Holy Spirit does. That's how he works. And then the last one, he empowers us to be a bold witness to the world and to take a stand against the devil. If you want to take a stand for Jesus Christ, you cannot do it on your own. You just can't. You have to use the power of the Holy Spirit. And you might be here today and you say, well, I've never experienced the power of the Holy Spirit. Well, first of all, here's the thing. You have to give your heart and life to Jesus Christ. Once you do that, then the power of the Holy Spirit dwells inside of you. Here's the second thing for all you Christians that have, that have maybe known Christ for a while. And you say, I've never truly experienced the Holy Spirit. Ask Him. Ask Him. If you want to experience the Holy Spirit, say, Holy Spirit, I want you to move In my life, use me for the glory of God. And then just watch out, right? Watch out. When you you ask to be used, God's going to provide an opportunity. So you better be ready. But the Holy Spirit can move and will move if you let him. And so how do we ride for the brand? Those of us that know Jesus Christ personally, how do we ride for the brand? We ride through the power of the Holy Spirit. I want to close with a poem. I used to never really like poetry. <laughs> um, but but I, I just, I've fallen in love with cowboy poetry. And I'm not a good cowboy poet at all, and I, I don't claim to be in all that stuff, but I like to read cowboy poetry. How many you guys uh, listen to Red Siegel? Yeah, on Sunday mornings. I don't ever get to hear him on Sunday mornings, but on RFP TV, he has the In the Bunkhouse, and, the, and it's a TV show on RFP TV. It's awesome. I don't know if you guys ever get to watch that, but I love. The last part of that show, because he, t- he tells, a, he, he quotes a poem. He said, he, he, in, what's the word? He reads. <laughs> he reads a poem. Well, this poem is called Riding for the Brand. And it's by Jeff Hildebrand. And, and I'm going to read it for you today. I'm going to try it When the boss says there's some fence to mend and you all lend a hand, there's never a hesitation because you're riding for the brand. If you have to move a herd of beef much sooner than you planned, you saddle up and head out because you're riding for the brand. There are certain obligations, there's pride and loyalty, and you always lend a hand because you're in the family. I think that it's the same for those who heed the master's call and witness to the love God showed through Jesus Christ for all. The Lord said there is a right and a wrong, and you must take a stand. He won't accept the middle ground when you're riding for the NIST brand. The branding iron that's... Truth. You've heard the truth. Now it's up to you whether you believe the truth or whether you don't believe the truth. I hope that you'll believe it today. You know, just like that, uh, that Mustang is, you know, branded by the Alpha Angel system. If you know Jesus Christ personally, guess what? The Alpha and Omega has branded you for life. I want you to bow your head and close your eyes for just a second. You might be here today, and you might be thinking, no, I've never done that, Bo, and I still have questions. Listen, here's what I want to say to you, those of you that have never done that. There's no secret formula. It's not about joining this church. It's not about filling out a card. It's not about coming down to the front. It's all about confessing him as Lord and believing in your heart that God raised you from the dead. If there's a scripture that you need to read, it's Romans 10, 9, and 10, and it says exactly that. It says, that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You say, well, what's that mean to be saved? It means that he forgives you of all the baggage that you've had in your life, all the past that you, that you think you can't get rid of. he can get rid of it for you, and he can give you eternal life. Maybe you're here today and you're on the opposite side of the fence. You've accepted Christ. You've been branded for him. But you haven't been writing for him. You gave your heart to him. You made a decision back in the day. But since then, you've really done nothing to honor that brand. Can I just encourage you? Can I just, just implore you? to begin to ride for the brain. Don't get to the end of your life and, and leave this life with regret, knowing that you didn't give him your all. Knowing that you didn't honor him, maybe in your relationships, maybe in your job, maybe at your house, maybe with your wife or your husband or your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Maybe you've not been riding for him encourages a Christian, as a believer in Jesus Christ, to begin to write for him. If you head down and your eyes are closed, I, I'm just curious. And I, I'm not going to ask you to come to the front. We're not we don't we don't normally you know ask anybody to come or, or fill out a card or anything. But how many of you guys in this room would say, you know what, Bo, I've not ever been branded by the Lord. I've never given my heart to Jesus Christ. I have more questions. I know I need to. I need you to pray for me because I know that I don't know Christ. How many of you guys would be willing to say, you know what, Bo? I'll raise my hand, and I'll say that's me. I've never given my life to Jesus Christ. And I, I want to, but i still got some questions. Anybody in the room? Never really given my heart. Thank you, sir. Anybody else? Anybody just say, you know what, this is the truth, but I'm not sure I believe it just yet. You know what, it's okay. We're not going to embarrass you. We're not going to call you out or do anything. Anybody else willing to say, you know what, that's me? Thank you. Anybody else? Listen, those of you that raised your hand here today, listen. The reason this church exists is for your sake are here for people like you. And we accept you whether you believe or whether you don't. But here's the deal. I'm going to pray for you. Those of you that raised your hand and said, I want to give my life to Christ. I want to pray for you when we close. How many of you guys uh, on the other side again would say, you know what, Bo? I'm a Christian but I've not been writing for the brand. And I want to. And I know I need to. Anybody be willing to raise their hand and say, you know what, Bo? That's me. Thank you. All across the room. I'm a Christian. I know Jesus Christ personally, but I have not been writing for the brand. Anybody else? Hands up all across the room. Listen, it's never too late. It is never too late. I, I want to challenge you, and I know this is a big challenge. Those of you that raised your hand and you said, I've not been riding for the brand, I want you to pray a prayer right now and, and just say, God or Holy Spirit. I want you to work in me. Would you be bold enough to pray that? Holy Spirit, no matter what you do, no matter how you want to work, I want you to work in my life. I hope that you'll pray that prayer. Don't be scared. God will take care of you. You might get backed off, but he'll help you back on. I hope that you'll begin to write I'm going to close this in a word of prayer. If you have questions or want to text me or call me, my information will be on the screen, and you can call me anytime. I'd love to visit with you. Let's pray together. Lord, thank you so much for another opportunity just to come hear the word of truth. I thank you for the gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news that he died on a cross for my sins so that I can be branded for him, so that I can be filled with the Holy Spirit, and through the Holy Spirit, honor the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, Lord, help us to do that as a church, as an individual. Help us to ride through your brain. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for being here. If you have questions, i will be happy to answer.